Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Rosh Hashanah daf Yud Tess. We left off back on daf Yud Ches and Beis, about 15 or 16 lines before the end of the page. And Itmar Rav Rabbi Hanina Amri, today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, by the Newman family in honor of Eliza and AJ's wedding, by Vivian and Menachem Rosenberg and family to commemorate the Shloshim of Menachem's father, Yisrael ben Avra Moshe Zichron of Rach on the 29th of Cheshvan, by Henry Olinsky, Lezer Nishmas, Harabinit, Fredel Weiss, Allah Shalom, the mother of Harava Gon, Rav Asher Weiss Shlita, uh, and also Li'ilei Nishmas on the art side of Sarah Bas Yitzchak, Mrs. Susan Rappaport, an Auschwitz survivor whose entire family was murdered when she was 17 and rebuilt the family of Shomrei, Torah, Umitzvos, and uh, the Neshama Shev and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. The primary discussion on today's DAF, the first discussion, and one that's going to carry us through the entirety of Amin Aleph, is going to be about Megillus Tainus, whether Butler Megillus Tainus or Low Butler Megillus Tainus. Megillus Tainus is a list of various uh, Darabanan holidays where it was ushered to say a Hespit and it was ushered to fast on. So, uh, do we still observe those holidays? And the Gemara is going to bring several Rayas whether we do or do not observe those uh, those holidays. The Gemara is going to have a Machlokas Tanayim where the Maskana is that if it's uh, uh, whether it, that if it's uh, whether it's Butler or not, where we come to some sort of Maskana and the Halach is. Is that it's batla chutz michanukah upurim. That's going to be the result of the whole discussion. Then the Gemara is going to discuss it on the base why it is that they would send out shluchei beizdin for the month of Tishrei. It seems unnecessary to send out shluchei beizdin for the month of Tishrei because Elul was not really a wild card. They knew exactly how many days Elul was going to have every single year. So it would seem that it would be unnecessary to send out uh, shluchim for Tishrei. Then the Gemara would, was going to discuss why they didn't send out shluchim for other bays. They, they did for Adar, but not for Adar, for Adar Beis. Then we're going to have a machlokas, how many days there are in each of the Adars, in Adar Rishon and in Adar Sheni. So let's begin again, about 15, 16 lines from the end of the page, on Daf Yud Chesam Beis, Itmar. So Itmar, Rav Rabbi Chanina Amri, Batal Megillus Tainus. That Megillus Tainus is, uh, is Batal. The Gemara Mesach Shabbos, Daf Yud Gimel, tells us that Chanyanya ben Chizkiah and his Chaverim wrote Megillus Tainus because they were Mechab bin es- they were the tsaros that they had experienced were very beloved to them. It doesn't mean that the tsaros themselves were beloved to them. The fact that Hashem saved them from the tsaros was very beloved to them. Rashi writes that all the other Mishnahis and the Brysos they didn't write because it was usher to write them. But this was one Megillah that they wrote as a Zikaron to know the days that are usher betainus, and that's why it's called the Megillah because it was written by Megillah Sefer. It was actually written down as opposed to all of other Torah Shabbat, which was not written down. And because it was a nace that they were saved from all these sorrows, so it was very, uh, it was something that was very precious to them, to be Meshabech HaKadosh Baruch so they would write down the nays to make a Yom Tov, and not to fast on those days. Tosos and Dafyutesa Meralf is going to tell us that the Rebbe was Mesad and like all the other Mishnayis. That that's how it uh, played out. That Rebbe arranged it together with all the other Mishnayis. So the, uh, the Rebbe Yaakov Emden in his Hakdama to Megillus says that Hanani ben Chizkio started writing the Megillah, but it continued uh, throughout the generations through many different uh, Tanaim. So it's not a steerer necessarily to say that Rebbe wrote Megillus Tainus. Rebbe arranged all of the Mishnais, but there were uh, works that were in formation for many generations. So Hanani uh, ben Chizkiah was the first generation that started to write down the Megillus Tainus, and then it was in formation over time. But after the Chobim Beis 
Migdash, says Rav and Rabbi says Rav and Rabbi Chanina, they were mevatel the Yom Tovim that are written in Megillus Tainus, and those days became mutter to fast and mutter to say Hespedim. Rabbi Yochum, Rabbi Shoban Levi Amri, lo batel Megillus Tainus. Even after Chorban Abayis, those days remain Asr Bahespid and Asr Betainus. So says Gemara, what's the basis for each Shita? Rav, Rabbi Chanina. Amri Batl Megillus Tainus Hachikamar Bizman Shiye Shalom Yu Lasasam Lulasimcha Ain Shalom Tsom Hanuklami Kiani that the reason they were a Mavatl Megillus Tainus is because they, they darshaned the same drasha we said in yesterday's uh, Shir that during the, the uh, time that there is Shalom, those four Tsomos that are mentioned in the Navi are going to be days of Sasan and Simcha. But when there's no when there's no Shalom, when there's no Beis Amigdash, those days are going to become Tsom. So these days that are mentioned Megillus Tainus have the same din as the Fort Samos. That just like the Fort Samos, even Bisman Habayis were Yom Tovim, and nevertheless, after the Chorban Habayis, they lost the status of Yom Tovim and they went back to being Tzom. So to the Megillus Tainus days after the Chorban are Batel, and they after the Chorban Habayis they become Batel and they uh, and they go back to uh, to not being days of Yom Tovim. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shabbat Levi, Amri, low Batel Megillus Tainus. No, we still observe the Megillus Tainus days. Because Haniu the Talin Rachman of Bibinim Beis Hamikdash, Aval Hanukkah the Kaimi Kaimi, the Dalit Somos, the the pasuk itself makes it Talui in the Bibinim Beis Hamikdash. The pasuk itself links it with Bibinim Beis Hamikdash. So because of the Chorban, it became days of Tzom, and therefore when the Beis Hamikdash, when the Bayisheni was built, it became Hukva as a Yom Tov, and therefore when the Bayisheni was destroyed, it went back to being a Tzom, because that's what that was the whole point that it was supposed to be a Tzom for the Chorban Abayis. But the days of Megillus Tainus are not connected to Beis Hamikdash. There are other events that happened that were worth celebrating that have nothing to do with the Mesa Migdash. And therefore, the Chorban Abayis doesn't have any impact on, uh, on those days. That's the basis for the Machlokas. So, Masaf Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana challenges the one that says that Batla Megillus Tainus, that Mesa Vagazru Tainus, Bechanukah Balud, they once tried to be Gozer Tainus during Chanukah in the town of Lod, Viyarid Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Eliezer went to the base of Merchatz, Virochatz, and he bathed himself. Rabbi Yeshua Vesiper. Rabbi Yeshua went and took a haircut on that day. Uh, even though on a fast day, that seems to be inappropriate. You're supposed to show that you're experiencing some sort of uh, some sort of avela, some sort of, uh, of, of, of withholding from, uh, from ta'anugim and from enjoyment. And they did this on the day that they tried to declare a fast day because it was Chanukah. Va'amru lehem and Rabbi Yeshua told the B'nai Lod that uh, fast on Chanukah tzu v'sanu al mashitanisem. You need to do tshuva. You need to go fast for the fact that you fasted, because you're not allowed to fast on Chanukah. So you see that it's not about the Megillus Tainus, because Chanukah is one of the Yom Tovim of Megillus Tainus. So it remains usher to fast on Chanukah. Am Rav Yosef, shiny Chanukah di Ika Mitzvah. No, Chanukah is different than the other Megillus Tainus uh, days, because even though about the Megillus Tainus, but Chanukah has a mitzvah associated with it. We light, we light Neros Chanukah as a zecher to the nais of, uh, that, that happened. And for Mevatel, Chanukah from being a Yom Tov, we make it usher and has and Tainus, uh, I mean, and we make a mutter basper and Tainus, we're choshesh and be mevatel the mitzvah also. And we're not allowed to be mevatel the mitzvah. So that's why we kept the Yom Tov nature of the day of Chanukah in order to preserve the mitzvah of Chanukah. So that's a unique. The other Megillus Tainus days don't have a mitzvah. But why not just be mevatel the mitzvah? What would be so terrible about being mevatel the mitzvah of, of Chanukah if it's not a Yom Tov? Memela, the mitzvah should, go, should, should not be relevant. So what are you, you going to make? 
a mitzvah to celebrate what? If it's not a yom tov, there's no mitzvah. There's no need for the mitzvah. Now the reason they were not mevatel Chanukah is because it was a public miracle that was uh, that was done. So uh, we're mefarsim the nes by everyone observing the mitzvah. So they they treat it like a yom tov minatora, and therefore it's not proper to be mevatel something that was already so public and that we are, we are, we're so successful at celebrating in such a public way and letting the world know about the great miracle that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did for us. Now in the Turi Evan he says, you know, it's so interesting. Uh, the the the, uh, the 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 Gemara says that uh, as a way of demonstrating that they weren't accepting this day as a fast day, Rabbi Shua took a haircut. Tori Evan says, what does a haircut have to do with a tainus? A tainus seaboard, you're, you're allowed to get a haircut. There's no iser to get a haircut. He says, I understand Rabbi Lazar took a bath. That makes sense. Tainus seaboard is also bruchitza. The Gemara Masechah's tainus says, but a haircut? There's no such din that you're not allowed to get, get a, uh, a haircut. So the Chazdi David talk brings a raya from here that you're not supposed to get a haircut on a tainus seaboard. There. Anything that's a matter of time is Asr and L'chore, haircut is included in that. Other Achorim write based on what it says in uh, Shulchan Aruch in Simon Tovkov Samachas that by a tainus you're not supposed to be knowing idunim ba'atzmo you're not supposed to take extra enjoyment so because of that there were knowing uh, these types of idunim b'farhesia to show that uh, by, by doing it publicly that, uh, that that this day is not not a fast day so it may not be a technical iser to uh, get a haircut but by making it like a public event people realize that they just weren't uh, getting into the mood of a uh, of a fast day. The reason that they didn't I mean, there's an easier way to show that it's not a fast day. They should have gone out uh, to the local kosher restaurant and opened it up and uh, had a meal together. They should have gone to you know had a coffee together. So why didn't they just do that? So uh, they, uh, apparently that the the, uh, the they didn't want to do that because Talmud Chacham are not supposed to eat in public. So they didn't want to they had to do some other ma'isa befarasya that didn't involve eating or because if they would just eat, people would say that the fact that they ate must be because they're not feeling well. But Rechitz of Etisparis is only a Tanuk that has nothing to do with one feeling ill, so they did that uh, to, as a m- more uh, obvious uh, demonstration. That's what the Chazdei David points out these, uh, these possibilities as to why it is they didn't, uh, they, 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 uh, they didn't just, just eat. Um, so uh, says the Gemara further now, most of Ravach Barhuna, so Ravach Barhuna challenges the Shita that says that Batlam Megillus Tainus that we have a brisa that tells us as follows in Megillus Tainus on Gimel Tishrei there were Mavatel mentioning Shem Hashem in Shtaros why what's the story about Shem Hashem in Shtaros that initially the Malchus Yavin made a Gzeira against the Jewish people that they couldn't say the Shem of Hashem in, uh, uh, when, when, in, in any context, when the Malchus Chashmonai overpowered them and was successful and, and was victorious, they, they overcompensated. They said, now, not only are we allowed to say Shem Hashem, in Shtaros you should write the Shem Hashem. Instead of just counting by the years of, uh, of, of, of the Kohen Gadol, they would say, What's going to happen when the chov is paid? This was a shtar chov where someone owed money. After you pay back a chov, what do you do with the shtar? You throw it in the garbage. You're not allowed to keep shtar, the, the, a shtar parua. It's a halacha, the Gemara Darshan's that al-tishkan ba'alecha avla. You're not allowed to leave an avla in your house. And the Gemara says, what's an avla that you leave in your house? The Gemara is a couple of deos. One day is a sefer Torah, shachas achas. That if you have a sefer Torah that's missing a letter, 
you're not allowed to keep it uh, keep it around. That's a big question why it is that uh, so many shuls have Sifrei Torah for months and years sometimes with a gartel around the outside and a puzzle of Sefer Torah. You're not allowed to keep a puzzle of Sefer Torah, but that's where the practice came from to put the gartel on the outside as a simon that no one should open it up and try to learn from the Sefer Torah. The reason you're not allowed to keep a Sefer Torah is chas sachas is because people are going to learn the wrong halacha. It used to be that they would learn halachas from a Sefer Torah. So someone's going to open up the Sefer Torah and there's going to be just a couple of letters uh, missing. Uh, the, the letters Lamed Aleph in front of, uh, uh, you know, in front of any, any losase. Uh, you know, the Lamed Aleph is going gonna, is gonna to be missing. So a person's going to say, oh, it says in the Torah you're allowed to kill, you're allowed to steal. They're not going to realize. So you have to say, so you're not allowed to keep a Sefer Torah, it's Chasar Osachas. So the other thing the Gemara says is Shtar uh, Perua. You're not allowed to keep an already paid Shtar inside, uh, in, in your house, because then you can go back and you can be able to collect. Someone just asked me a Shaila. They told me that when they got married, uh, the Ksuba was dated the day uh, that they signed it. The, the, they, they got married where, uh, where it was uh, right around Shkia time. So when they filled in the Ksuba, it was during the Chassan's Tish, it was still the previous day, and they dated the Ksuba the previous day, and they thought they'd be able to get the Chuppah in before Shkia. It was like five minutes after Shkia that, uh, that, uh, that, that, that the Chuppah happened, that the Mesiris Ksuba happened. So by the, when they got to the Yichudim, the Masada Kedushin decided, you know what, we got to write another Ksuba, because I'm not comfortable that it was dated the previous day, so I'm going to write another Ksuba right now. So they wrote another, uh, another Ksuba, and now he's been married for, and, and they kept the original one. Masada Kedushin said, no problem, you just keep the original one. And now they, uh, they, they, they've been married for 10 years, and they found a Psul in the second one. Of course they found a Psul in the second one. He was rushing to write a new Ksuba under those circumstances. That's, you always find a Psul in the Ksuba like that. When, uh, when they, that's what Rav Willig always told us. When you Masada Kedushin, fill the whole thing in at home. Just say, with the Kanino, with everything. Just fill everything in at home. Then you come to, come to the wedding, everything. All you should need is that the Edim, the Edim uh, should sign. Just the other night, I was at a chasna, and the Masada Kedushin said, of course, I'm not filling in the Kanino in advance, because we were observing, he was trying to observe every Chumrah, and I sat down to sign it, and I saw that uh, he forgot to fill in the Kanino. Of course he forgot. I mean, when it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it often happens that, uh, that, 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 anyway, so this fellow told me that he has, so what should I do now? I found a psul in my, in my second ksuba, but I still have my first one. So the whole thing was a mistake. They never should have written a second ksuba because the first one was perfectly kosher. Many posts can say l'chachila. That's the way they're supposed to date it, especially if it's mamish just a couple of minutes after shkia. L'chachila, that's the way they're supposed to date it. But if you're going to write a second ksuba, you can't keep the first one. The, the woman's going to be able to collect twice from him. right? That was very generous of him to give her uh, two, two ksubas. But uh, you can't keep... Uh, that's the ki'ilu keeping a shtar perua. That, uh, we, it's, it gives a person a right to collect more than they're entitled to. A shtar perua, something that you're not allowed to, uh, to keep around. So I said, okay, so the second ksuba's puzzle, tear it up. Now you still have your kosher ksuba that you had all along, which is, uh, which is the first ksuba. But uh, they, never, they were never vatal it. They never tore it. They never did anything to it. They just had it. Uh, so anyway, so, so over here, with Gemara saying, what are you going to do? You can write kel elyon in every ksuba. They're writing shem Hashem in the ksuba. And then the or in the the star in the star chov rather, and then the star chov is going to be paid, and then it goes in the garbage, and they're putting the shem Hashem in the garbage. So ubitlum, they were mevatel that takana uh, not to be maske shem shemayim in shtaros at all. But also yom in the day that they were mevatel, it was gimel tishrei and asu uhu yom tov. They made that day into a yom tov because it was it was very difficult to be mevatel that because everyone had already accepted that practice. So once they were successful in undoing this uh, improper improper practice, so they. 
they viewed it as a nace and they made a yom tov out of it. So says Gemara Visa that I took bottle megillas tainus. Kamaisa bottle achroniasam osifin. If you're going to say that the bottle megillas tainus after they were mavatel even the days that were already hukva as yom tovim, how could they go and be misaki new days as yom tovim? If you're mavatel the old ones, you certainly can't make new days of yom tovim. So says Gemara Hachamayaskinan. The Bryce is talking about the day that uh, of the bittul shtaros was bismach shvesimukshayikayim. It was uh, when the bismach was was still around, and that's when they were kaveh that yom tov, meaning it was prior to the bittul of Megillus Tainus. So we could say that bottle Megillus Tainus, but not yet. It wasn't yet at the time that they uh, that they made this yom tov. So uh, ask the Gemara on this answer that if you're going to say that we're talking about bismach shvesimukshayikayim, the table dahavle yom shenarig bogedalia benachikam. Why do they need to be masakin that gimel tishrei is a yom tov? It already was a Yom Tov because some Gedalia is one of the Dalit Samos. And we said that when the Beis Amikish was around, all the Dalit Samos were Sasan Vesimcha, were days of Sasan Vesimcha. They wouldn't need to celebrate a Yom Tov on, uh, on that day. Now they had to be Mesakin a new Yom Tov because you're right, Gimel Tishrei itself was already a Yom Tov. But they wanted the Yom Gil's Tainus or Asr and Tainus even on the day preceding them. So they were Mesakin a new Yom Tov on Gimel Tishrei in order to answer even the preceding day in, in Tainus. Ask the Gemara, Shalafan of Nami, take play double Yom Shalach Rosh Chodesh. The preceding day is the second day of Tishrei. It's the second day of the month. So it's the day after Rosh Chodesh. So just like the the uh, the, the, the days before the Megillus Tainus days are Asa Batainus, the days after them are also Asa Batainus. So we're back to the Shiloh. Why do they have to be masakin a new Yom Tov on Gimel Tishrei? For Gimel Tishrei, it's unnecessary. For Beis Tishrei, it's unnecessary because Beis Tishrei is the day after Rosh Chodesh. Says Gemara, no, Rosh Chodesh Daraisa, Daraisa Lobai Chizik. You're right that when it comes to the Megillus Tainus, Days that not only are the Megillus Tainus days themselves, Asr Behes for the Tainus, the days preceding them and the days following them are also Asr Behes for the Tainus. But when it comes to something that's Dalraisa, Dalraisa is Lobay Chizik. Dalraisa does not require uh, being Machazik the day. They don't have to be Masakin such things for the preceding and the following day on Rosh Chodesh, which is Yom Tov Torah. No one's going to come to be Mizalzal in, in it anyway. Just like you find in Brysa, Shabbos and Yom Tovim, Lefneim and Lachareim are not Asr Tainus. You're allowed to you're allowed to fast on a Friday. You're allowed to fast on a Sunday, right? Even though it's before Shabbos and after Shabbos, because no one has to be mechazik Shabbos. We all know what Shabbos is. The Megillus Tainus days required chizik. Shabbos Yom Tovim. But when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tov, they themselves are Asur, but the day preceding and the day following, those are multiple Tainus. What's the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tovim and the days in Megillus? That which is Daraisa does not require any Chizik. That which is uh, not Daraisa, which is only Midivrei Sofrim, does require Chizik. It does require a little extra, a little, a little extra um, uh, uh, strengthening. So we ask for the preceding and the following day. The, uh, the, the Ritva writes, you know, we said that if they wrote the Shem Hashem and Shtaros, it would be Mutul Ba'ashba, and that would be a disaster. So the Ritva writes, Writes that some are makbid even in a place where they only write the name Shalom because it's Shemosh Shalakhonjbarth, not to even write Shalom in the Shtar. So they know it to write Shin Lamid Vav with a dash over it because maybe uh, the next day it's going to be thrown in the garbage and uh, people aren't. Uh, but he says Rabosai are not makbid about this. Hamachmir Tavol of Bracha. So the Ramah quotes all of this in Yardes in Resha Ayn Vav that some are careful not to write the name Shalom and the Shach says that Rova Olam is a Nisarim Bazar. Rova Olam is not careful about this. Meaning, 
meaning there are different levels of Shemos Hashem. So to write Kel Elyon, that there's no doubt. But to write Shalom is one of the Kinuyim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Maybe that's not the same because it also has other meanings where it doesn't mean the, uh, the Shem Hashem. And that's why some have a practice where they write Shin Lamed Vav with a, with a dash and so some will write out the name, uh, the, the name, the, the name Shalom. In the Tashbis he writes that some begin the Ksuba by saying B'Shem Hashem Kel Olam at the beginning of the Ksuba. And he says it's communication Me'elim, it's not Kaminagachachamim because uh, they uh, made a, a, a Yom Tov when they were Mevatal Haskar Hashem in Shtaros and over here you're going to go and write it in the Ksuba. What happens when the Ksuba gets paid up? The Ksuba is a Shtar Chov like any other Shtar Chov. It's just you hold on to it for a long time but it doesn't, uh, doesn't last forever. If the husband predeceases uh, the wife it gets paid. If they get divorced it gets paid. So you don't want to take a risk and do such a thing. So uh, the, the, uh, they, so we said that's why they made a Yom Tov. So uh, one of the acronyms suggests the Hassan Sofer suggests the whole Sofer family all had you know there's the Hassan Sofer the Hassan Sofer the Ksav Sofer the Mikhtav Sofer they all had uh, Sfarim called uh, Sofer they all show off their last name in the uh, in their uh, their Sfarim so in the Hassan Sofer he explains why is it they were Mekabal, they were Kaveh this Yom Tov on Gimel Tishrei because Asaris Yimei Keneged Asaris Adibros so the third day of Asaris Yimei Tshuva is Keneged Lossisa Shem Hashem Elokech so when the Mevatel the Bizayon to the Shem Hashem they uh, figured the best day to celebrate being Mevatel the Bizayon to the Shem Hashem is going to be on that day it's going to be on Gimel Tishrei it's a very nice and Pashat Pshad is that's the day they were successful that's when they find it but Pashtus is it wasn't something that happened at once right the impression you get was that since it was so Kavua it was so Shakua where everyone had uh, had had that practice that's why it was so hard to be Mevatel that practice it probably took time to be Mevatel the practice so there were probably a lot of it was probably a process there were probably a lot of dates they, they could have picked as the turning point or as the date that they were finally mevatel. The fact that they picked Gimel Tishrei, so that's what Hassan Sofer says, they dafka picked Gimel Tishrei because Gimel Tishrei corresponds to Osisa Shem Hashem Elkech HaLashav. So that's, uh, that's the day that they connected with, uh, with, this, uh, with this celebration. So uh, the question uh, becomes, the Gemara over here said that uh, if they were, the, one of the rayas was, the, 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 the raya that the Gemara brought is that there's no way you could add a new Yom Tov if Megillus Tainus is uh, Batal, right? If you hold Megillus Tainus Batal, there's no way they would have they would have then uh, been Koveya a new Yom Tov. So the Prichadosh brings a raya from here that once Megillus Tainus Batal, we don't add any Yom Tov Ben Biyachin Ben Betzibur. The fact that we make Sudos and Smachos on days that we had personal Nisim, that's not a Yom Tov, that's a Sudos Rishos. But he quotes a Maram Al Shakir that doesn't say that way. He says it's considered a Yom Tov, and it's even Doch Tishbav if you're celebrating uh, a Tishbav that's not called Yom Rishon at least. If you're celebrating a personal nace, a personal miracle uh, that, uh, that, 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 that were Mashlimin on such a Tishbav, if it's a day of a personal, of a personal nace. The Chida in Shema Gedolim quotes from earlier Gedolim, from the Bartanur and from the Rambam, that they made a Yom Tov until Sov Kaladoros on the days that they were, part- they were personally saved. And that's a raya, therefore, to the Shita of the Maram al- al-Shakr. And he says that we can be Mechalik, that Dafka the Rabbim are not allowed to be Kovea Yom Tov. But each individual could be Kovea Yom Tov for himself on the day of his personal salvation. The Chsam Sofer is Mechalik, the Dafka and Yom Tov uh, 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 on Nisim that happened in Eretz Yisrael, but the Megillus Tainis. But Nisim that happened in Chutz Laretz, we could still make a Yom Tov. And Ad Rabba, it's a Simchala. 
Olam that even Baritz Aveim Lamaastim that uh, even when we're uh, when we're far away and when we're not in Eretz Yisrael, Kodesh Baruch Hu still keeps an eye on us, and that's why he says we're allowed to make a Yom Tov on Lag Baomer even though Bat the Megillas Tainus because it's a Nes that was Nasa Bechutz Laaretz. Right, that's what the Chasam Sofer and the Tshuva discusses why it is that we're allowed to uh, to take Lag Baomer and turn it into some sort of celebration. You're not allowed to make new uh, celebrations. Certainly, they didn't exist in the in the, in the times of the Tanaim in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. They never heard a Lag Baomer. So the idea of uh, of making it into a celebration was was permissible because of Neisha B'chutz Laaretz. It's 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 mutter to make a uh, to to make a, a celebration. Um, the, okay, the uh, so says, says the Gemara further now. Uh, we, we said that uh, why were, that they were masakin Yom Tov and Gimel Tishrei? Why? In order to answer the day before it, Beis Tishrei in. Uh, Hesper and Titus. Isn't Beis Tishrei anyway Hesper and Hesper and Titus? Because it was uh, the day before Gedalia ben Achikom was killed, so uh, the, the and, and the day that day was turned into a Yom Tov when the Beis Hamikdash was uh, was was built. So the, it has a din of like the Yom Tov Megillus Titus that the preceding day is also also. So Amar Ravashi Ravashi says the din that they make a Yom Tov on on, uh, on the day that Gedalia ben Achikom was killed. Gedalia ben Achikom divrei Kabbalahu. That's not a din mitrabanan. That's derived from the Navi that. Those days are Sasan Simcha. Vidivri Kabbalah, Kidivri Torah Damu. Divri Kabbalah have a status like a Daraisa. So the fact that uh, we have a cel- that there's a celebration on some Gedalia, that's not a Din Rabbanan, that's a Din Midivri Kabbalah. And we said only Dinim Dirabbanan require Chizik. We only need to add the day before, the day prior for Dinim Dirabbanan. So some Gedalia doesn't count as the Dirabbanan, it counts as some, it's Midivri Kabbalah. And therefore the day prior, Divri Kabbalah is like a Daraisa, the day prior would not have been would not have been included. So that's why they had to make a new celebration, Midrabanan, when they were Mevatal writing the Shemos Hashem in Shtaros, because now it's a, it's a, it's a real Dindrabanan, and now we'll include Bayes Tishrei, we'll include the preceding day as well. Primagadim in Hilchus Megillah has a suffix, whether by Kriyasa Megillah we apply the principle of Savik Dirabanan Lakula, meaning the Gemara is saying over here that when you have something that's a Din, Midivrei Kabbalah, we treat it like a Daraisa. So to what extent do we treat it like a Daraisa. We have a rule Savit Daraisa Luchumra Savit Rabban Lukula. Kriya Savigil is also Midivri Kabbalah. So maybe we shouldn't say Savit Rabban Lukula uh, by, uh, by, by, uh, by Kriya Savigila because it's. It's Divrei Kabbalah, meaning uh, how far do we take it? So the truth is, it's already Machlokus uh, Rishonim. This suffix of the Prima Gadim is already Machlokus Rishonim. The Sheiltos writes in Sheilto Lamed Hey. Now, when you have a suffix about Kriya, about uh, tearing Kriya by Avelus, you have to be Machmir. Um, and the Hamik Shela explains, because since Mitzvah's Kriya is a Mitzvah Midivri Kabbalah, so Savik Divri Kabbalah, you go Luchumra like a Savik Dal Raisa. But the Ramban and the Rashba say by Megillah that when there's a suffix in the Chi of Kriya Sa Megillah, you go Lukula, because Savik Dirabban Lukula, Divri Kabbalah is Kidivri Rabbanan, that we follow, that we go Lukula. Right? That's the question that the Ran uh, raises that uh, why is it that uh, we don't uh, read Megillah? On uh, on both days, if you have an ear that's suffik mukavas choma, me most yeshua benun suffik not mukavas. Why is it that we don't uh, not read Megillah at all? When you have an ear that's suffik mukavas choma, me most yeshua benun suffik not mukavas choma, me most yeshua benun. Right after all, suffik to rabbanon lekula. So the Ran says no, because then you're not going to read Megillah at all. You'll be mavatal the whole uh, takana entirely. So you can't just not read Megillah. Okay, so in such a case, you're going to read Megillah on the first of the two days on Yudal and not on Tezvav. But the assumption seems to be that. 
not if not for some other exception to the rule of Safi Drabana Lakula, Megillah is treated like a Drabana. Megillah is not treated like a Daraisa. So this is already Machlok Shishonim, that whole school of thought, the Ramban, the Rashba, the Ran, they all assume that Megillah is treated like a Din Drabanan. The Sheiltos is assumed uh, assumes that it's uh, that it's uh, that, that it's treated like a Daraisa. That really that relates to, to our Gemara, because our Gemara introduces this idea that Divrei uh, Kabbalah are like Divrei Torah. Now the Gemara has another challenge on the uh, Shita that there are Mavatam Megillus Tainus. Oh, before we even get to that that other challenge, we've been discussing uh, Bayes Tishrei as the day that they because they were they were Masakim Gimel Tishrei, so that's how they got Bayes Tishrei in as a day of uh, Isra of Hesper and Tainus. And we said that it's uh, it's the day typically uh, that it's the day after Rosh Chodesh. That it, so uh, uh, the the, uh, the 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 Ritva says uh, they, why didn't the Gemara just ask that it's uh, Yom Tov Sheni of Rosh Hashanah? So uh, that's why you're not allowed to fast. It's Yom Tov Sheni of Rosh Hashanah. So he says it could have been Matari. It said it's a, we're talking in Yerushalayim and the Beis Havad where they only made uh, one day. Meaning that it wasn't everywhere that it was uh, Yom Tov Sheni of Rosh Hashanah. In Yerushalayim itself, it was only one day of Rosh Hashanah. So Mela, it could have they could have uh, just said that. So uh, the uh, um, the yeah. So that, that's the, uh, the 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 suggestion. Now we said Shabbos and Yom Tovim, the days before them and the days after them are Asr. The Gra uh, brings a Raya that even though the Ramah writes in some Tav Chavtes as a mitzvah laharbos pesud on Isru Chag, that's only if you're not Masana, but it's mutter to be Masana, be Isruchag. Meaning, you see from our Gemara that uh, even though there's an Indian of having extra Suda, but there's also no Indian not to fast. And uh, the Gemara says explicitly that on Yom Tovim Daraisa, you're actually allowed to fast on the day that follows uh, Yom Tov Daraisa. Okay, back in the Gemara. So Masav Rav Tuvi Bar Masan challenges Vaiter that Ba'asram of Tzman on the 28th day of Chodesh Adar, Asab sort of Tavatal Yudai, the Jewish people got good news, the Loyi Idun Maraisa. That they don't have to uh, detach themselves from uh, from from in, in involvement in Torah. Shegazra Hamalchus, because the Romans had made a gzera shelo yasku b'Torah that they shouldn't learn Torah v'shelo yamalu esbenayim that they shouldn't do mila v'sheichalu shabbosus and that they have to be mechal shabbos. So those three things are what uh, separates Klal Yisrael from those around us. So ma'asu Yehuda ben Shemua v'chaveru. What did Yehuda ben Shemua and his colleagues do? Holch v'notlu eitzim matrunisa achas. They took uh, advice. From a certain noble woman, Shakal Gedoli Rami Mitsuyinetzla. All of the Gedoli Rami used to uh, go to her. Amr Laham, she said, Bo Vifkinu Balayla. Go out into the streets, into the town squares, and cry out at night. Make a Hafkana, make a protest, in order that they'll, uh, that they'll hear about this and they'll have Rahmanus. So, Holch Vifkinu Balayla. Amru Ishamayim. They said, For the sake of Hashem, we're all from the children of, uh, of Yitzchak. We're all from the children of Rivka. We're all cousins. Why is it that you're making Gzeros Kashos against us? Uh, you know, the Romans are from Esav. So we all come from Yitzchak. We all come from Rivka. So Bitlam, they were the Bitlam, and because of that, they were Mevatel. The Gzeros, Vosayom Asu Yom Tov. And that day they made a Yom Tov. So the Isalkadai took bought the Megillus Tainus. But if you can say that after the Chubber Megillus Tainus was bought, Kamaiso Batal Achinosim Osifin, after they were Mavatal, the original Yom Tov, and that were Kavua from, from before, the Chamar Gongon Bikovea, New Yom Tov, Vichitem Achinami. And if you're going to say, Bismash Vesemigish Kayam, that this is also talking about when the Besemigish was around, so the Megillus Tainus Yom Tov were still intact, Vayudab and Shamua, Talmud Shalabi Meir. Nah, historically it doesn't work out. 
Yudah ben Shamua, who the story was about over here, was the Talmud of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, Basar Achiyava, and Rabbi Meir himself was many years after the Chorban. How do I know Rabbi Yudah ben Shamua was the Talmud of Rabbi Meir? Because there is a Mishnah that tells us so. Some have a Vitanya, because it's not really a Mishnah. Uh, if you have a glass kli that was tame, and then it had a hole in it that was mevatel the shame kli from it, so it became tahar. avar, and they put uh, lead in it to fill that hole. Amr Yehuda ben Shmuel says in the name of his Rebbe, Rabbi Meir, that the Kli is Tameh. After they close the uh, the Nekev with uh, with metal, so the, the Kli goes back to its original Tumah. Even though by other Kalim that develop a hole and break and become Tahar as a result of that, they never go back to the original Tumah because it already lost their shame Tumah. But by Kli Matchos, the Chamor Masakin, that after you Masakin it, it goes back to the original Tumah. Uh, because you close, so over here, since they close the, the hole in the glass kli with a type of metal that has a din of a kli mateches because it's a maimid with, with mateches and a maimid gives it the whole status of a kli right we have that by like tevilas kalim you have a kli it's not made out of metal but there's a maimid that's made out of metal so the whole kli has a din of a kli mateches and then it would, have, it would require uh, tevila so we are also it's din of a kli mateches and the din of a kli mateches is that it goes back to the original tuma whereas the chachamim mitahirin but the chachamim are mitahir but bottom line is that we're not so interested for right now in the the intricacies of Tumah and Tara. The point is that you see that uh, Yudu Ben Shmuel was a Talmud of Rabbi Meir. He lived after the Chorban Abayis, and if he left, if he lived after the Chorban Abayis and bought the Megillah Steinus, what business do we have adding new days of Yom Tov? So says Gemara Tanaihi. It's a Machlok Tanaim whether bought the Megillah Steinus or not. And this Brisa that tells the story of Yudu Ben Shmuel must hold like the Shita that no bought the Megillah Steinus. So where do we see such a Machlok Tanaim? Titania Hayam Meiluks from the Megillah Steinus Bein whether the base is around or whether it's time that the base is not around, Asurin, Sasabas because Megillus Tainus is not Patel. Div Rabbi Meir, that's Rabbi Meir, that Megillus Tainus is still intact. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Bismanch, Bismanch, Kayam, Asurin. When the base is around, then we have all these Yom Tovim, Melisha Simcha Yilam, because these were days of Simcha, Ain Bismanch, Kayam, Mutar, Melisha Evelulahem. When there's no base of then they're Mutter, because it's an Evel. Vilsa Batu, Vilsa Lobatu. Is Megillus Tainus is Batel, and the Allah is that Megillus Tainus is not Batel. Uh, how could that be? Kasha Hilchsa Hilchsa. How could you say, talk out of two sides of your mouth at the same time? Lo Kasha. Kan Bechanukh Purim, Kan Bishar Yomi. Chanukh and Purim are not Batel, even after Chorban Abais. All the other Yom Tov and Megillus Tainus are Batel. Al Elul Mipray Rosh Hashanah. Then the Mishnah had said a new topic that they sent out Shluchim for Elul in order to let people know when Rosh Hashanah is going to be, that they could Cheshman properly. Val Tishrei Mipray Takanas Omoados. And for Tishrei, for the Takanas Omoados. So once they went out for Elul, why do they need to go out and send out Shluchim again for Tishrei? The obvious answer is, well, how do you know if Elul is going to have 29 days or if Elul is going to have 30 days? So you need to let people know when Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is. Nah, because never happened from the days of Ezra. We never find that Elul was Malay. It was always Chaser. So Rosh Chodesh Tishrei was always on the 30th day from Rosh Chodesh Elul. So why do you have to send out shluchim to let people know that? So lomatzinu delo itzrich ha itzrich ma'brinalei says gemara lomatzinu just means that in the past it didn't happen because apparently there was no need to be ma'aber elul. But if there was a need to be ma'aber elul, they would have done so. 
And because of that, the Shluch had to go out and let people know when Basin is, is Kovea, Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, because it could be that it's going to happen. So says Mar, since the Bnei Gola were knowing to make Rosh Hashanah on the, the 30th day from Chodesh Elul, and that's why the Shluch went out to let them know when Rosh Chodesh Elul uh, was, uh, was Nikva. So how could it be that their Basin is going to be Ma'aber, Chodesh Elul, and make it Malay, and set up Rosh Hashanah to fall out on Shloshim Be'echad? Hamikalkal Rosh Hashanah. You already sent out Shluchim for Rosh Chodesh Elul. If, if there's really a possibility for Bezin to be Ma'aber Elul, it's going to mess up everybody's Rosh Hashanah. Because the whole reason you sent out the Shluchim about Elul was to know exactly when to, uh, when to set up Rosh Hashanah. So how could they possibly be Ma'aber Elul? So says Mar Mutav Tikalkal Rosh Hashanah, they'd rather mess up Rosh Hashanah than mess up all the Amtovim uh, by not being Ma'aber. That why would they send out Shluchim uh, for Tishrei? So for Takanas Hamuados doesn't say Mipnei Hamuados like it says by the other months. It says Takanas Hamuados. Sounds like it's telling us that even though that there's a kilkul legabe Rosh Hashanah by being Ma'aber Chodesh Elul, but if they're doing it to fix the other Moados. So Shmamina, you see that that, that in fact is the uh, the reason that they would do it. And then they would send out Shluchim for Kislev so people can know when to celebrate Hanukkah, and uh, they would sell, send out an Adar so people can know when to celebrate Purim. So it doesn't say in the Mishnah that if Shulchan went out to let people know when Adar Rishon was, and then Basin decides, you know what, we're adding a second Adar, then now they let, and they need to let them know when Adar Shani is, because Mitzvah's Purim is knowing during Adar Shani. Why didn't the Mishnah say that? So that you see from there that Mestisin to Lokarebi, that from the fact that the Mishnah doesn't mention that they went out for Adar Shani, you see that the Mishnah is against Rebbe. Titania, Rebbe Omer, Nisabra Shana, Yotzin, Af, Al Adar Shani, Purim, that they were going even for Adar Shani, for Purim. Our Mishnah doesn't hold that way. Our Mishnah holds that even if Basin is Ma'aber, Vishana, and they add an Adar Shani, it's not necessary to let anybody know when Rosh Chodesh Adar Beis is. Why not? Why is it not necessary? Maybe this machlokas, whether they go out about Adar Beis or not, is, 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 is the following. Our Mishnah is called Mitzvah Noagos, Vishani Noagos Barishon. All the Mitzvahs that are knowing on Purim of Adar Shani are knowing also on Adar Rishon. Meaning, if they did the Mitzvah of Purim on Yudal and Adar Rishon, they don't need to celebrate again in Adar Shani. So there's no Need for shluchim because they already celebrated Adarishon of Marsava, whereas Rebbe holds Kalmitz Nogos Pesheni Einogos Pesheni. That when they did, when they observe Purim and Adarishon, thinking that there's only going to be one Adar, they they, uh, they they that didn't count. They're still going to need to observe Purim again in Adarishoni, and therefore it's important to have shluchim come out for Adarishoni. Says Marlo, No one holds he could be Yotze Purim and Adarishon. Over here the machlokas is how many uh, days there are in the Chodesh ha- Ha'ibur in Machlokas, whether the Adar Rishon is a Chodesh Malay or it's going to be 29 days. The Tanya, Kama Ibur Shana, how many days are there in Adar Rishon that, uh, that uh, they make it in Ibur Shana? Shloshim Yomrim, Shemogam Lielomer, Chodesh. No, it's only 29 days. So our Mishnah holds that they don't send out Shluchim on uh, Adar Beis because Adar Rishon is always 30 days. So you don't need to let people know when Adar Beis is. Everyone knows this man of Adar Beis. 
that it's on uh, day 31 from Adar Aleph. But the man Yomar that Chodesh Yibor is only Chavtes Yom, they need to let people know when Rosh Chodesh Adar Beis is. So ask them, Shloshim, Diyadi Chodesh Nami, Yadi. Well, wait a second. If everyone agrees that it's a, it's a set standard thing, that it's either that it's the same amount of days every single time, so we, you wouldn't need Shluchim. Meaning, why is it, if you hold that set standard number of days is 30, then I don't need Shluchim. But if you hold that set standard number of days is 29, then you need Shluchim. Everyone will know. It's only 29 days. So no, no one holds that Adar Rishon is always 29 days. If you hold this 29 days, it means it may be 29 days, but it could also be Shloshim. So the Gemara brings other deals as far as the two Adars. That they're Makadish them on the 30th day of the month, and that day is the Rosh Chodesh where they begin the, uh, the next month. So it turns out that both Chodesh Adars are 29 days. That tells me that the others are only chaserim. They can never make them malay. So uh, that's the afuke midarsh Rav Nachman Bar That's against Rav Nachman Bar Chista. The hey Rabbi Simai Mishum Chagai Zecharia Malachi Al Shnei Adarim Shem Ratzul Asosin Shnei Malayin Osin Shnei Chaserin Osin Echad Malay Vechad Chaser Osin. That there is no set amount of days. It could be whatever you want. It could be both thirty days, both twenty nine days, one twenty nine, one thirty. V'kacha Yinogin Begolin and Pumbedisa. They were knowing that way. Rabbeinu Amru, and they said in the name of Rav that the Bnei Gol liolam echad mali vechad chaser. They always had Adar Rishon mali and Adar Sheni was chaser. Asheivadil chashuk for Rosh Chodesh v'zmano until the Shluchim came and uh, from Eretz Yisrael and told us that Beisin made Chodesh Adar Aleph chaser, and then they were kaver Rosh Chodesh Adar Beis on uh, on Yom Shloshim. Okay, but the Shem will pick up with uh, Shalchulei toward the bottom of the page tomorrow. Everyone have a great day. Thank you, have a nice one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you, Randy. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day.